Hello, hello. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Prosperous B.I.Z. Show. My name is Esme. I am your host. And today I'm speaking with Heather DeSantis. Heather is a publicist with vast experience in getting her clients seen so that they can get their message out into the world so they can grow their business and boost their brand. In this episode, Heather and I are talking about some actionable strategies that you're going to be able to use to grow your business. So you're going to want to get a pen and a piece of paper and take a ton of notes because this girl is dropping mad knowledge bombs and you are just going to kick yourself if you don't have anything to write these down with. As always, you can go get the show notes for this episode. It's over at esme.com bizshow9. And without any further ado, we're going to bring on Heather. Heather, thank you so much for joining me for this podcast episode. I'm delighted you're here. Thank you. Thank you. So today we're going to be going over PR, which is your area. But before we dive into that, I was really hoping that you would introduce yourself to our audience in your own words. Yeah. So my name is Heather DeSantis, and I'm the founder of Heather DeSantis Public Relations and Purpose Before Profits. And I really work with entrepreneurs to take their business from online to offline, to be nationally known, to be known for their niche and passion, and really um, elevate your message on a greater scale, primarily looking at TV, um, national TV segments, and national media. Awesome. And I've worked with some of your clients before, so you have some really awesome people who work with you. But how did you get started in all of this? Like, why did you decide that this is what you wanted to be doing? Yeah. So my whole life, um, I've always been involved in cause marketing and different charities and starting different initiatives. And I've always had that be a huge part of me. And I graduated from college. I worked at an investment company for a short bit. And then I worked at an advertising agency for over three years where I really learned everything. I, you know, we only worked with food brands. So my job was really to make consumers fall in love with our food brands. And I got to work with all the major sports affiliates, ESPN, Yahoo Sports, celebrities, and really became really good and passionate about broadcast media, so TV and radio, very results-driven. I would say my role would be playing the role of a producer for hundreds and hundreds of stations across the country because a lot of times one of our food brands, um, for example, uh, we wanted to increase sales in Denver and Colorado Springs, but we didn't have anyone able to uh, go on to talk about our food brands. So then I realized that there was these, all these online entrepreneurs and there was this surplus of health coaches that when I was at the agency, I started working with health coaches to train them to be spokespersons for different companies to go on air to um, talk about our products. And then I left in June of 2015 Um, At that time, I was involved uh, for fun on the side with a network marketing company. Honestly, I made made Kool-Aid money. I made nothing. But my whole um, 
world opened up to the uh, to the concept of doing things differently, online marketing, starting your own business. Um, that in June of 2015, um, I was given an ultimatum from my boss of um, you know continuing working the network marketing company or working for them. It was a one or the other. So on June 15th, 2015, um, that day I resigned from my employer, um, had two weeks of my pay retracted, and that was it. And then fast forward to June of 2016, um, I started my PR agency, and it has grown exponentially um, with the people I've been able to serve. Now me and my team are able to secure 100 opportunities a week for our clients, and it's just growing into something really cool where I took everything that I learned working for an advertising agency, and now really I'm able to help online entrepreneurs because I find a lot of online entrepreneurs are so tired of Facebook groups. They're so tired of posting Facebook groups. It doesn't feel authentic, and when we're able to work together, story, they're able to connect on a deeper level and ultimately increase their sales in a more authentic way. So is there a particular type of online entrepreneur that you have found is better prepared for having a publicist for going after bigger media opportunities? Or is it something that online entrepreneurs just seem to have within them innately? So I would say it comes down to a couple of things. Um, when you start doing PR for yourself or working with a publicist, everything that you do um, needs to be so much deeper than the product you're selling. And that I think is, you have to come to a place in your business that you're so confident about your mission and what you're doing that you know the money will come. When you're still stuck in the stress of bringing in the money, that's where I feel like the challenge is. Got it. And it sounds like you're almost saying you want to work with entrepreneurs who are authentic and not, not just confident, but also they're not interested in just making a quick buck. They're interested in actually having a bigger purpose. Yeah. They want to make a movement. They have gone through some really horrible times and they feel in their soul that if they don't take it to the next level, that their soul will break. Like they know they're supposed to do something really big and they're just tired of feeling stuck on the online world. Um, and they really have a huge message to share, to help others, to teach others and to bring them along the way. I love that. So do you have any tips for someone who knows they kind of have a purpose, but they might be a little bit afraid of sharing it. Maybe they're afraid of being judged. Maybe they're afraid of what their family might think. Maybe they just feel like they don't have enough experience to actually pull this off. Yeah. So the first thing that I would share is before you do any media and PR, you really need to look at yourself as a whole and reflect on everything that's happened to you over your life. I mean, every monumental thing that you have gone through because at the end of the day, that's you and that's your brand. And a lot of time media um, appearances will be so much more than you talking about your product. It's you going on as yourself and helping people through their struggles. It's you sharing your struggles. So 
media is so much based on who you are as a person and more less than the product that you're selling. And once you really reflect on doing that, then what I would do is figure out the three to four topics that you're an expert at and you want to be nationally known for. So if Forbes or Good Morning America called you five months from now, what are you talking about and what are you nationally known for? Because you need to start acting like you're already an expert and you need to really own those topics. So I love what you're saying there, but I've been seeing some people who are experts, but they're really afraid of that label. Is that something that you've noticed too? I've, what do you mean by label? Like the idea of being perceived as an expert has this other level that they're just not ready for right now. Like, like um, I know a woman who has been a yoga teacher for almost 20 years. She is definitely an expert in yoga, but she won't call herself one. She's afraid of what that means. She's afraid of being defined by that, almost like she isn't really an expert. It's like a self-perception thing going on. Oh, I totally understand that. So to make it be not as scary, you certainly can change your title. So instead of being an expert, you would be, it would be like Sarah of Yoga Circles. I mean, instead of putting yourself in the box of being an expert, just consider changing your title. Got it. To be yoga teacher or whatever the name of your business is. Totally, totally understand that. So it's, it's kind of disheartening when, when I've seen this, because it's like, you are an expert, you, you should be seen that way. And yeah. it tends not to be their audience who, who doesn't see them that way. It tends to be an internal perception. Absolutely. So how does someone define these topics, though? So especially someone who comes to the online world. It's often a pretty winding path. There's a lot of things they could be doing. There's a lot of things they have done in their life. There's a lot of things they know about. How do you drill down on the ones that you actually are an expert in and have the ability to, to speak about if you were to get a media opportunity? So I think you really need to spend some time self-reflecting. And first of all, once again, like, look ahead to, if you only could be nationally known for one topic, what would that be? But then you really need to dig deep and figure out what you love to talk about, what are your credentials, all those things really help you to figure out your topics. I'm talking about um, more um, industry topics. So look at yourself. Um, are you an expert? Are you a business coach? Are you a health coach? You need to start there to figure out what your niche is and then dig in deeper to figure out your core pillars of what you want to talk about. Like what gets you excited if you're a health coach um, and you had um, cancer, I mean, that would be something that I would say would be one of your pillars because from your own experience, you know so much about. Got it. So, and part of what I, I think tends to come up in the health industry, because I used to work exclusively with yoga teachers is this idea of really opening up about what they've been through. It, it's, almost, it's almost an act of vulnerability and it can be really scary to be talking about the things that you have gone through physically, especially with your health, that have brought you to this level that you're now at in your career. Absolutely, absolutely. 
So is there an exercise that, that you have seen works really well for preparing people to be open and vulnerable about their whole story? I mean, you did mention that you know, you need to really reflect on who you are and everything that you've been through. You need to reflect on who you are as a whole being. And that can be really scary for some people to do. Is there an exercise that you have found is really effective here? I think it really comes down to just focusing on the feelings of it and how will you feel, like how, like focusing on the emotions of how will you feel if you don't get to help others and share your story because if you're so focused on your mission um you want to do whatever is possible I would also say just knowing that if you're not doing it someone else is doing it so you need to have a sense of urgency um but I mean you you need to prosper where you sow and you know before you even you know would be on Good Morning America or a national so uh show I really feel like you should allow yourself to step into the place and space to be, you know, a hometown celebrity. And because that's comfortable and it's easier and, you know, there's less fear because there's not as many people watching. So I definitely would start small. Hometown radio, hometown TV. Just allow yourself to do one segment with no expectations to see um, how it feels. I was talking to a client this morning and she went on ABC in Philly uh, for a big kindness campaign that we created. And she talked about the experience and how the anchors and everything and the TV crew said, you know, you really should be a news personality. So because I felt so good and because she was getting all of these compliments from people, she now knows the direction she wants to go. She knows that she prefers to do video and speaking over writing, and now she's going to become a TED Talk speaker. So I think you need to just do these opportunities and see how, if you do a TV opportunity and you just really don't enjoy it, that's okay. There are so many other opportunities, online writing, but you just need to allow yourself to share your story, come from a place of realizing that at the end of the day, it's not about us. It's about who we're going to help from sharing that message and just along the way, adjust our sales to what feels good or doesn't feel good. And if you think you're overanalyzing it and you want to do TV because you realize that you can spend three minutes of your time reaching millions of people versus writing a blog post that'll go to only 30,000 people, reach out to an expert um, to have someone coach you through the process so you don't feel alone. I love that advice. And so many people don't even realize that that's an option. You know, there are people who can coach you for your media opportunities. And I also really love what you mentioned about if you don't do it, someone else will, which (laughs) I think that might be a hard pill for some people to swallow because a lot of us really want to believe that we are completely unique in doing something that nobody else is doing, but that's simply not true. Mm -hmm. So Let's say um, I'm a wellness coach and I've been working on my confidence. I've been working on the three to four topics that I know I'm an expert in. What else do I need to have in place in order to be ready for media opportunities? See, there's a, there's a big misconception 
that you have to have all this fancy stuff in place in order to do media. Um, so I would say the first, like literally the first thing that comes into place is having that certainty that they're going to say yes to you. Because if you have that certainty, it's going to happen. Um, the other thing too is just making sure that you have a system in place um, to get these leads, whether it's a free Facebook group or a really simple funnel or just a way to start nurturing these new people that you get to come into contact with through these media leads. Got it. I like that a lot. Um, it seems like if you don't at least have a way to, to capture people who've seen you, it's, what's the point aside from just being visible? So the that doesn't thing, hurt your business on its own. Yeah. But the other thing too, I would say is just like you're um, doing a webinar or you are closing a call and you have your website, these media opportunities are now part of your bio forever. And it will allow you to attract higher clients. It will allow you to move in the direction of getting paid uh, sponsorships and speaking opportunities. And it will just allow you um, to do bigger things because you have third-party endorsement, uh, which is much uh, deeper and greater than just posting on your Facebook page. Definitely. Now, is there anything that... I need like, do I need a professional headshot? Do I need to have um, a bio? Do I need to have a, a sheet or a PDF that I can send the media outlet before I'm actually going on air or I'm showing up at their studio? A couple of things. I would create your bio and have it only be like five sentences. I would make sure I know the four to five topics that I want to talk about. Um, media sheets are great, but the media gets thousands of emails a day. From my experience, I don't even take time to open attachments. So um, what's better is to just send them a really nice pitch email, validate them, share with them what you can do for their viewers and what you can talk about and just really nurture that relationship and follow up. Um, if you want to have a photo, if that will give you more confidence, great. But all those things are, um, I mean, all those things aren't really needed. I mean, they're not needed. Like anyone today, if they, if they are coming from a place of love and they have valuable content to share, they could reach out to TV tomorrow. I would also say, although I said funnels are really important, yes, they are. Um, you need to realize more value that I think people will get from media um, is all of your fans and friends on Facebook will see that you're doing the media and will make them buy for you more. Got it. So I think that's, that's a really interesting way of looking at it and not something that we, um, we as online entrepreneurs really hear about from people who are working in PR. So we, we get pitched all of these things from Facebook ads and from groups saying, oh, you absolutely must have a one sheet. You absolutely must have a media room on your website. You must have a professional high-res headshot, 300 DPI. There's, there's all of these things that we're being told that we need in order to be media ready. And I like that you're saying, no, <laughs> you, you need to know who you are and what you're going to talk about. But if you come from a place of love, the rest is unnecessary. I, I think that's going to really shift the perception for a lot of people listening. No, absolutely. People overthink it. 
Um, I will tell you where I've seen funnels most successful is when it's more national media opportunities. Like I got a client in Business Insider and they were featured two times in the same week. Well, in that article, we were able to put a link for the reader to then book a call with my client. And then that is why he was able to bring in seven figures in five months. Um, but I mean, just starting out, I don't, I don't think that is necessary because if anything, you doing media is just getting yourself in the motion for bigger things. It's making people realize you're serious. It's, you know, putting you in the motion to attract more like opportunities. I like that. So what I'm hearing is media is not the end goal. It's the stepping stone. It's the stepping stones. It's experience. It's you may be so obsessed with your coaching package, but maybe there isn't a need for it. And how do you know if there's a need for it? Like people might not be buying, but you going out and talking to the media and talking about different platforms, you will get to feel and know what resonates with people. So it's amazing because you, you, you'll adapt new things along the way to serve people. And so, yes, this is awesome. So, so many good tips that you're giving here and I'm going to be sharing all of these in the show notes. So for anybody listening, you can click the link in your iTunes player, go over to the show notes and get all of Heather's tips. And um, before we start to wrap up, I've got some questions left that I want to ask you. So the first is, what is your favorite marketing book or podcast right now? Oh my gosh. Um, I, and I need to do better about listening to podcasts. Like how many podcasts do you personally listen to a week? Oh gosh. Um, well, I listen to about one episode a day, but there's about 10 or 15 that I, I go through that I, I rotate through. And sometimes um, there's episodes that aren't great. And so like, I'll skip that up that show that week. But so I, I have quite a list of, of podcasts I'm subscribed to. It's kind of embarrassing. My gosh. Well, you'll have to tell me all about, all about those offline um, I'm in that point where I'm trying to not bring as much information in because I get super overwhelmed and stimulated. Um, but I am a huge fan of Shalene Johnson and Lewis House School of Greatness. Yes, both awesome podcasts. And, and just a, a total, this is nothing to do with, <laughs> with our episode, but isn't Shalene amazing? Like such uh, a yeah. force of nature. Like love her, love her. So, and I don't know how she keeps up with everything that she's got going on. It's like she, she has endless energy. It's really inspiring. Oh, for sure. So is there um, a marketer or in your case, um, a media expert that you are currently obsessed with? Oh my gosh. I like don't really get fangirl crushes. Um, but I would say like there, everyone that I'm obsessed with is, is very lovingly progressive. Um, so there's this philanthropist who I would say is a marketer because he created this business that has created so many different ways for the media to want to talk. Like he created this social innovative business that the media is like dying to talk to all the time. And I'm obsessed with it. And he is a nationally known philanthropist. And basically what he did is he started a food kitchen and I believe this is marketing because he created this business that's serving others uh, that the media want to talk to all the time. 
but it's called the DC Food Kitchen and LA Food Kitchen. And they basically created this culinary cooking program where they take women who are incarcerated and they take people off the streets and they teach them to be five-star culinary chefs. Um, they opened up their space um, to have food brands produce their food there. Um, they create fresh foods for local corporations and it's just very aesthetically pleasing, a really good story. And because they came from pure intentions, the media want to talk to them all of the time. Wow. It sounds like a yeah. really amazing organization. It's amazing. They created a fresh food truck and it's just because they're coming from a place of love and being innovative and progressive, the media is just naturally happening. Awesome. Well, I'm going to check them out because I'm really curious now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love them. Awesome. So what does uh, prosperity mean to you? What does prosperity mean to me? Um, abundance. Um, gosh, like, and I'm trying to create that because I feel like as entrepreneurs, like, we find our, it's often, I don't know, but it's easy to find ourselves having the whole, the same old habits that we have when we worked for corporate America. Um, but prosperity is just freedom and ease and lightness and being able to give and do, you know, whenever we want and not having to explain ourselves to anyone and just, you know, I, I, for me, a really strong mix between being able to where, you know, buy and wear a Kate Spade dress and then being able to give to all the charities we want to and, you know, give of our time and just having it all. The luxury and the nice things, but then the giving of our time and just being able to take care of everyone um, in our life uh, with a sense of ease. I like that. That's amazing. So the sense of ease, that is not an answer that I've received yet in all of the interviews that I've been doing. Oh, so this is one of my favorite questions to ask because everybody has a different interpretation, but yours is like completely different from what everybody else said. I really love that. Um, and what is your number one tip for being more meaningful or authentic in one's marketing? Yeah, um, really, I would say reflect on everything in your life and the different components that make you you. And then really start sharing that more and have it be less about you. Have it be less about the money. And when you do that, the profits will come in. That's so beautifully said. Uh, less about the money. So I think that's something a lot of people are going to kind of struggle with a little bit because we're, we're usually in business to make money. But there is, I believe, if you're going to actually be successful, there is other components to it as well. There have to be other motivations. Because, and, and at first and, and, and foremost, if all you want is to make money, there are way easier ways to do it than being an online entrepreneur. Yeah, no, absolutely. Being an online entrepreneur, um, you go through different emotions in life, uh, but I think being an online entrepreneur allows us to create what we want to create, to be able to have the impact we want. Yes. Yes, definitely. And I, I think for a lot of people who may be listening here, 
there is beauty in being able to take care of yourself and your family and having abundance and freedom. But knowing that you're actually making a difference is I think what sets a lot of us apart. You know, otherwise, why aren't you just like selling real estate? Right. Absolutely. Awesome. So where can people get more information about you? Absolutely. So you can uh, go to my website. It's DeSantis. So D-E-S-A-N-T-I-S-P-R.com. And then I also have a free uh, Facebook group called Publicity with Purpose. And I will be starting to um, share some weekly free uh, PR leads where um, if you want some media exposure, I will be um, working to get you some exposure just because. Oh, that's awesome and very generous of you. So I'm going to link to that in the show notes for sure. So this has been fabulous. Do you have any parting notes that you want our listeners to take away from this? Yeah, just join me and quit playing small and, you know, consider taking your business from online to offline and just um, really it being a multifaceted person because I know I don't, you, you might feel this way, but I'm like 110 person extrovert and I love people, but I will work like 15 hours a day alone. And I've been, you know, feeling sad recently just because I'm not, um, in a place where I'm connecting with people, which makes me really happy. So just consider, um, pushing yourself to speak and do TV and media and just get away from your computer to share your message because one, I think you're going to feel more fulfilled. And then two, my guess, my question is, would you rather post in a Facebook group of 30,000 people and not really know if it's going to resonate with people uh, and not even get sales from it? Or would you rather spend an hour of your time to go speak at an event in your hometown that has 50 moms who's your target woman to serve or they all end up falling in love when falling in love with you and buying from you you know like that is yeah I don't even think it's a question (laughs) right so fabulous so thank you so much for talking to me today this has been a great interview so many tips that I'm going to be putting in the show notes so for anybody listening you can head on over to esme.com slash biz show and you'll be able to download the show notes. They'll be available as a PDF as well. So you can take Heather's tips and start putting them into practice in your own business. So Heather, thank you so much for joining me today. This has been thank a delight. You. Thank you. And Heather, I understand you have a course coming out in May. Would you like to tell us about that? Absolutely. It's a do-it-yourself PR bootcamp where I will help you in 30 days secure TV and radio segments for you to promote your business brand and purpose. And I'm so um, certain that you will get results uh, because and personally me and my team secure a hundred opportunities a week um, that I will be working with you. And that if you don't get results in three weeks in, I will roll up my sleeves and help you get the results so you can start being seen as the expert that you were made to be. It will launch um, May 1st, and you can just follow me on Facebook uh, to get more information. 
Awesome. So I'm, I'm honestly really kind of excited about that. It sounds amazing. So uh, thank you so much for sharing that with our audience. And also, I just want to say that your offer to come in and help if someone is not getting the results is, is an amazing guarantee. And you don't often see that with online courses. And you don't see, I will help you. You get, well, you know, you get your money back. Yeah, I'm, my, my teachings is guaranteed. I mean, it's proven to work. So I will work with you so you feel the confidence that you're able to do it yourself. Awesome. So love that. So that will definitely be in the show notes as well. So anybody listening, hop on over to the show notes, get more information about that. Because if you need PR, I'm pretty sure Heather's your girl. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at american.edu slash gradschool. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout DC to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.